You're listening to the Social Sorting Podcast, where I, your host, Ryan McKelvey, and a guest will be sorting different characters from all of our favorite books, movies, musicals, and TV shows into Hogwarts houses. So sit back, grab a butterbeer, and listen in. This week, treat yourself. It's episode one of Parks and Rec with my friend Becky, also known as Becky Bombshell Cosplays. Music by Carson Reitz. Hi, Becky. Hello. Bonsoir. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited you're here. I, I'm glad to be a part of the chaos. Finally. Finally. You know what's so funny? <laughs> you know what's so funny is you're actually... Well, you're the first like episode I recorded in 2021. But also you're the first person not in america you're my first overseas guest <laughs> yay that feels extra special you are extra special I... <laughs> <laughs> and this is one of my favorite shows that we're doing um so like it's just all sorts of special for me love that i'm happy i created this piece for you Becky is a TikToker as well, but she's like Chef's Kiss on Instagram. (laughs) Like you have the best Instagram. I remember when you followed me and I like told my husband about it. I was like, this person followed me on Instagram. (laughs) It's not that special. I'm not gonna go around going oh my god it's the best thing since the existence of bread it's there (laughs) it's special to me but it's the same it's the same username right for tiktok and instagram it's the same username it's just becky bombshell cosplays and it's amazing and i love it so much and i love you so much and i love you you have like one of the funniest TikToks to me. Like I am always looking forward to seeing your TikToks. <laughs> Why? Because they're so funny. Have you seen it? it? Like I feel like when people follow me, I do kind of have to come with a warning sign of you never know when you're going to laugh on the floor to the point of almost death, or where you go, "What are you thinking?" I'm are you okay? <laughs> Love that. That's the energy we need. <laughs> anyway, 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 I will put Becky's at in the description as always. If you want to check her out or check me out other than the podcast, I also have a TikTok as I mentioned every time, because I'm a little obsessed with myself. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so we're doing Parks and Rec. (laughs) It's going to be so fun. It's going to be so fun. It's one of my top three favorite shows of all time. I watched it, yeah, I watched it about 10 times all the way through. Um, sometimes only half, but 10 times all the way through, and then sometimes just like half the show here and there. Um, but I'm, I'm just so excited. Okay. So let's just dive in. Are you ready for this? I should be. (laughs) (laughs) Let's, let's hope. Okay, so we're gonna actually... We're going to actually start with Mark Brandanowitz, or as my husband likes to refer to him at all times, Mark Brandanaquits. Um, since, <laughs> since he just disappeared through. <laughs> I mean, I think so. Actually, so here's the thing I read that the show's like the producer or whoever like took Mark off of the show their whole plan was to bring him back and then have him leave again and then bring him back and it was supposed to like represent this whole like unstableness of a government job and like jobs in general but then I guess the actor 
Mark's the actor for Mark Brandanowitz was like, I don't want to do that. Like, yeah, no. So he just never came back. But so that's that's what happened with with Mark. Um, but let my I favorite, never knew that. Yeah, I read that one time because I was like, where did Mark go? Because <laughs> I because there's that episode near the very end of the show, maybe second to last season, maybe. And um, Anne has like boxes of her boy, like stuff that she acquired when she had a certain boyfriend. So she had like her Tom box, her Chris box, her whatever. There was no Mark, no Mark. They never talk about Mark again. I never Never talk about Mark again. And I'm like, oh my god, does he just not exist anymore? Like they just never ever gonna even mention him. And I was like, Mark Erasure is so strong. I know. That's so rude. It was really rude, and I thought maybe like something happened with the actor or something that like he did something really bad, so they kicked him off the show, and so you know, but nope, they just said forget him. They just went yeet. They were like, yeah. oh. Anyway, so here's the moment, Becky. Are you ready? I know you've been waiting yes. for it, but I want to know what you think. <laughs> I have been ready for this question. He it's it's a difficult one because we're starting off with such a character where because of his departure, you're kind of because it was so sudden and there was no recollection of him ever again after that really. It's kind of like every trace of information you have on him is like almost gone. Right. But from what I remember, I I remember him being sort of kind of confident but not cocky so he's kind of that middle line so I'm a bit like I get the emotion he I'm mostly leaning towards Gryffindor because he's kind of got that attitude of oh confidence really and I know a lot of people in Gryffindor have like confidence bordering not on cocky but like Slytherins are so it's kind of that line of it is definitely one of the two. I don't get half and half lives at all. No. I think Ravenclaw. <laughs> Ravenclaw, I feel like anyone in a government job would probably have Ravenclaw, but I feel like Ravenclaw is so quick at the yeah. same time. So it's one of the other two. So it's a bold and rash decision to just go up and leave. So it has to be one of the other two because they are. They scream bold decisions and jump in at a conclusion, which is made up for and I think it might just be the sweater like the, you know how he has like the, the collared shirt under the yes. sweater all the time that's very Ravenclaw yeah. to me <laughs> but obviously I'm a very visual person but I know Gryffindor makes more sense and I I would say he could be cocky sometimes I think Gryffindors can be cocky mm. I think that can be like their like struggle is to try and maintain their confidence from being just outright yeah talky but no I agree <laughs> with you because even the do you remember when he just told Leslie when she was like trying to figure out how to fill the pit mm. and she was he was like you know if you don't get permission if you don't have time to get permission just go fill it in yourself it kind of gives me those vibes of whatever like someone would say okay you can't do that but if you want to be bold and do that 
maybe do it this way. Yeah. Be that sort of energy, really. So he's trying to like nudge her into not maybe not the lawful direction, but the direction, really. Yeah. Like a chaotic lawful. <laughs> right. I don't know. He's a tough. He's that's hard because that sounds like tell somebody else what they can't do but how they can do it instead is also very I don't know it's Ravenclaw to me but it might just be because he didn't care as much as Leslie did about the whole thing so like if he cared as much about it he'd be do it himself (laughs) yeah if he was a Ravenclaw he would have gone like in such a way that was so by the book on it and I feel like if he was a Ravenclaw as well he would he would have gone for such a like we're going back to where he went because he went to a random job. He would have gone somewhere much more higher, somewhere with a lot more like context and significance. Because he went nowhere. That kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> Who knows where he is now? <laughs> He's probably like he might be discovering world peace or something. I don't know. Like, yeah. He could be working at Dollar Tree. Yeah, well, I don't even think he liked his job that he had in the department. Like, I don't think he he didn't care. You know what my pick is? Fred and George, if Fred and George didn't even go to the shop, that they just became unemployed or something. Yeah. And they were just like, okay, we can spend home and do nothing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay, so yeah, he's a Gryffindor. That was easy. He's he was both difficult and easy because he's only in like three seasons, which so are so many other characters in. But they're so like have so much more personality, I guess. Mark Mark has the Mark has the least personality like characterization in the entire show. I think he is the most dry. He's He's very dry. He is like an anemic. (laughs) <laughs> there's just no like strength to him it's just very yeah remember oh my gosh a perfect perfect example of a Gryffindor remember when he proposed to Anne on <laughs> on television or like that he yes. knew yeah oh my gosh yeah Okay, Gryffindor. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Mark Brandana quits. Um. Okay, so <laughs> we got Mark and Gryffindor. Now we're on to Ron Dunn, which is the other head of Parks and Rec in Eagleton. Hey, stop it, Ron. Ron. Ron Dunn. Is that the end of your name? Or is are you done? Both. <laughs> done and done. <laughs> this should be e- easier. Or should it? Should it? <laughs> I don't know, because I don't I don't know if I think he's a Ravenclaw or if I think he's a Hufflepuff. I think he's a Hufflepuff. I think he's a Hufflepuff. I I feel like he's a lot more carefree. Like although he is kind of in the high ranks, he has a lot of responsibility. I feel like he's quite chill. I get a very like zen vibe yeah. from yeah. him, which is a very like Hufflepuffs are quite carefree and they kind of just like roam around. <laughs> yeah, my vibe really. Yeah, they're like more likely and, to just be like whatever. Like I get the vibe he is the sort of person that would sort of go to like a field like in nothing but a pair of pants and just sort of sit through the daisies that's <laughs> that's his energy I get so hard oh absolutely <laughs> absolutely like I yeah he he is just chill. like he's in no way neurotic and I think Ravenclaws would be a little more neurotic. Yeah. Than he, like, they he's would. Very go with the flow. Like the most go with the flow person I've ever seen. <laughs> then he tells Ben that his his um animal is a, he's a snow owl. 
Do you remember that? <laughs> I feel like he. The thing is, and I think when we do get onto Ron Swanson, then oh, it will make more sense. But I feel like they're kind of two sides of the same coin, really. So I, for that reason, because of what I know in my mind of what I can envision of other Rons, Rons are. He is a Hufflepuff. He's just so. I can. The feeling is, I. He reminds me of one of those guys. Like, I remember seeing like a skit once on TV. I don't remember what it was from, but it was about men around his age going on like electric bikes and jogging and doing all this weird stuff. <laughs> and I feel like that. I feel like he would have smoked weed in his time as well. Yeah. And I feel like that's a very... <laughs> he's a hippie. He's just a he's hippie. He's so, like... He could go to, like, Woodstock or whatever you... <laughs> 100%. Woodstock is just probably just full of Ravenclaws and Hufflepuffs. <laughs> yeah, and some yeah. Gryffindors sprinkled in there. Yeah, just, like, the occasional, like, pinch of a Gryffindor, though. So yeah, like, only because they're only there for the adventure. Like, Gryffindors are only there to say that they went to Woodstock. The rest of them <laughs> are enjoying it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, so. You know, so much easier. Yeah, he is a lot easier. <laughs> Although, I think the the only, like, small struggle I had was, like, the whole, like, like the whole which animal are you thing seems very like Ravenclaw to me for some reason. That is. It, but the rest of it is Hufflepuff. So. But I, I also just, get I, Hufflepuff vibes from that. Because I yeah. feel like a Ravenclaw would be like, what's your Myers Briggs personality type? And yeah. Yeah. And Hufflepuff would be like, like what, what, what animal do I do? You? <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot more abstract. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ron done is done. Now we're on to Marlene Briggs. 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 No. Briggs. Briggs. I don't know why I'm Briggs. Yeah. You said Myers Briggs, and now we're on to Myers Briggs, and so I got thrown off. But yes, Marlene Briggs. Nope. Leslie's mother. Right. And like this is the easiest one, I think. <laughs> to me, it's the easiest to you. Yeah, she's one of the easiest characters for me to sort. Is she not easy for you? <laughs> Depends on your answer. <laughs> okay, I want to I mean, know what you think. I want you to tell me this. <laughs> okay, I. It's a little. A lot of the characters really are toss up. I think I'm. Mostly aiming towards Slytherin or Gryffindor, more Slytherin, just because of her approach sometimes and the way she's gone about sort of her tactics. Like, I know Gryffindors are not very by the book, but I feel like Slytherins are just un—they would go for the unethical more than anything. And she's shrewd. She she knows what she wants to do. She knows how. She can get find any way to get there, so it has yeah. to be. Yeah, she's yes, a Slytherin. That is actually yes. so easy. Good. I wanted. To, <laughs> okay, I, I needed the validation because I knew she was a Slytherin. Like only remember when she told Leslie that about her, um, when Leslie yeah. was trying to like get ahead in something, and she was like, "Well, that lady." she's like a land developer person or something on the board of land development or something she was like well she her husband had a DUI and so you could like bring that up and like basically blackmail her I was like (laughs) Slytherin like only yeah no she's a Slytherin even when because I don't think you could like Leslie tries so hard to like show off to her mom and I think it's because her mom is a Slytherin and like yeah not that her mom was a bad mom. She just takes no. really a lot of like notice of accomplishments because she's yeah. a so easy peasy. 
<laughs> she even she even gives us Slytherin vibes. Like she's just yeah. Whew. <laughs> yeah. And I love that. I love that. Leslie I, is really, really, really difficult for me. She's hard for me. I yeah. Okay. We that. won't get into it yet because she's <laughs> at the end, but she is very hard for me. I yeah. But no, her mom was. It's so funny because Leslie's really was. It's still really difficult for me. But her mom is just like Slytherin. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm loving the color we're getting at the moment. We got. I know we have one in each on. so far. We have one in each so far, but we're on to Tammy too now. So I don't think <laughs> I don't think we're gonna get Ravenclaw from her. No weird wild. No. <laughs> I don't know. I think she might be like I feel like I want to say Slytherin, but I think she's a Gryffindor, but crazy. I get the same vibe exactly. I, yeah, like I'm initially I was thinking in my head okay Tammy too is one of the easiest for me but then I was like but wait no I feel like it would be too easy to put her as a Slytherin it would be too by the book and I feel like Gryffindor kind of more also worse I don't think she's not as cunning as like we were chatting about Tammy one and Tammy two like would be sort of similar, but I she's not as slimy as Tammy one. She's, she's a lot more brash. Tammy one is a Slytherin. Yeah. Tammy yeah. two, I think. Like Tammy two has that ambition to like get Ron, like at all costs. Yeah. But I still don't like. She's just doesn't go about it in a Slytherin way <laughs> at all. No, <laughs> like. I feel like she's very much more bull in a china top, which is a very sort of she'll go and jump on it. She's yeah. not sort of calculating on it. There's no like massive like plan behind it all. It's just okay, the the goal is do wrong dirty and that's Right. It. I'm just gonna strip down in the middle of the room <laughs> in front of all of these people so you can see me naked. Like <laughs> That, that's Gryffindor right there. Yes. It is. I feel like the, the Gryffindors definitely would just go, okay, here I am in this space. I am going to absolutely show off mm-hmm. what I am. And I don't care how stupid it is, it works in my head. Exactly. And sometimes it works out for them. It's just a lot less planned, and that's okay. I don't plan things. Yeah. No, I I don't. Not always. Yeah. So sometimes it's just like meh. So yeah, a Gryffindor. I'm glad you. Okay, I'm glad you said that because I was kind of afraid that you were gonna be like Ryan. Don't be stupid. <laughs> she's a Slytherin, and I think people would think Slytherin just because she's yeah crazy. And she's like, quote unquote, like evil. But I mean, crazy and evil are both subjective terms, though. So I yeah, feel like exactly. It's not very. She's like, I think, like you were saying about both Tammy's, like Tammy one is an even black and white Slytherin. Like it's very as cliche as it is. It's, it's there. Yeah. Tammy two's a lot more the gray era of it all. So that not all it's very sweet yeah yeah but on the opposite end she's like oh my gosh she's like the bellatrix lestrange of gryffindor (laughs) i never thought i'd say that comparison but i love me too is bellatrix but in gryffindor (laughs) i do i I adore her the show would not be the same without tammy too (laughs) you know she's uh they're married in real life. I never knew this. Tammy too and Ron Ron Swanson are married oh in real my, life. Oh my word. Makes it I, that much better. I love that. And now we're on to Bobby Newport. <laughs> Bobby Newport. I love him. I he, love him so much. 
I do too. I I have a soft spot for Paul Rudd, I think, and so that doesn't help. But I also just love Bobby in general. But I want to know what you think. Okay. Wow. He's a he's definitely an interesting one. I find I think he's definitely one of my favorite sort of characters. I would have loved him to appear in more. Really, I yeah. kind of miss him when he kind of not left. I don't get Ravenclaw vibes. No. I don't. No, he's not intelligent enough for that at all. As much as I love him, he's kind of he's a massive child. <laughs> he is a massive child. Let's face it. I. It's between Slytherin and Gryffindor again. Really? Yes. Like to me, I think because he kind of. He's a slightly a, a bit spoiled. I the vibe yeah. I get is he's very got that playboy lifestyle, very sort of wealthy, not necessarily on merit really. Kind of more he has it, and he doesn't really understand that sometimes his approach is not good. He doesn't have a great approach to it. He's kind of he's only going into like the race of game. He's not doing it for passion either, yeah. which is, I don't think, I feel like that's a very, that's both a Slytherin and a Gryffindor trait, that they would go for it just for sort of the status of it and not the purpose of it. So I'm aiming more towards, I think the one thing though, it, I am aiming a bit more towards Gryffindor in a bit more like a James Potter sense. Yeah, he's, you know what I'm getting because he's kind of not spoiled, but he's quite brash and he kind of wants to do things. Yeah, he was raised rich, so like yeah. he, he, yeah. But so, um, so Becky, I love you, <laughs> but I don't agree. I think I think Bobby Newport is a prime example of what a Hufflepuff would look like if they were raised by an entirely Slytherin family. I really, because he doesn't, he just, he just is a very go with the flow person. He does whatever everybody tells him to do. And then when he doesn't get what he wants, he's like, okay. (laughs) You know, like, but like also he, he, I just think he's, I just, I don't know. I had an argument for this and now I just like can't think of it. But he, I really think that like he only started running for, um, what were they running for? Uh, running for the, the seat on, um, what was it? What were they running for? I don't remember. Oh my God. I just remember it was, there was an election. Yeah, I, I don't remember either. No. They were running for the the seat, a, a chairman, chairman, chairman. Yeah, yeah. They were running for chairman, and I think he only ran for chairman because his dad wanted him to, his family wanted him to, and like yeah. he did everything. He did all of that because somebody else wanted him to that he yeah. liked, and that's a very Hufflepuff thing. But then remember when he was like, can you just like give it to me? I just want it. Like, so can you just stop running because I want it? And he was, they were like, no. And I was like, why? And I think that's because if somebody really wanted it, like if he thought Leslie actually wanted it, which obviously she did, she wanted it more than he did. But like in his head, I don't think she thought that she, like in his head, I don't think he thought Leslie wanted it as much as he did. Yeah. Because he's very, like, childlike because he was raised rich and yeah. never had any responsibility. Yeah. And so I think if he really thought Leslie wanted it as much as he did and she was like, can you just, like, stop? He'd be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> or, or the only reason he'd be like, no, because my dad wants me to do it. But 
I can see the argument for Gryffindor. I can't see Slytherin at all. I think he was just raised by Slytherins, and so that's why he has, like, that yeah. kind of thing going mm-hmm. on for him. But I really think he's a Hufflepuff. <laughs> <laughs> like, the speech he made when he was just like, I like people, and you should vote for me. <laughs> was very Hufflepuff to me. I don't know, because he's not very hardworking. Obviously, he's no. not very hardworking. And that's no. a Hufflepuff thing. But, like, you can't have all the traits. No. So I'm actually between oh. Gryffindor and Hufflepuff. I'm now... You've convinced me more on Hufflepuff. You have, actually. Because I can see the argument more now, because he... I definitely... I'm thinking... I am getting kind of vibes of like tonks in him where there was some sort of deliverance, some sort of deliverance family in him. And he's just like, meh, nah, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, not, not for me. And I am kind of winning over on Hufflepuff. I now. just think he's but the prime example. <laughs> I feel I like think- he would want to bake cookies. And like live his life, yeah, and be in his own world. He just, wants, world. Yeah. he just wants to go like <laughs> like party on a yacht, which is also Gryffindor. Like, but I, yeah, Hufflepuff can party too, right? Like, so I think to me, Gryffindors pick a purpose in their life, like pick a yeah. a. a certain purpose in their life to work towards and then Hufflepuffs are like the life is the purpose like to live yeah. you know and that's Bobby Newport <laughs> that's Bobby Newport <laughs> have that on his like speech with like the year 20 yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> and his campaign manager I don't remember her name what is her name um his campaign manager that ended up working with Ben. Do you remember? Um, I do. I know the face. I know the face. Jennifer. Jennifer Barkley. Jennifer Barkley, yeah. Yeah, she's a Slytherin. Through and through. Yeah. yeah. No question. I just thought we should mention her, because... <laughs> Which, see, like... And Bobby did everything she said. Yeah. And I think it's because... It, like he could relate her to his parent, like his family, because I think his yeah. entire family is Slytherins besides him. Oh yeah, and I do. Yeah, so I just really think Bobby Newport is a Huff- like the prime example of a Hufflepuff raised by Slytherins. And you have won me over. And I love that. Usually, <laughs> you had me at a snag for a second with Gryffindor because I was like, okay, like he has the energy kind of but like yeah it's just a puppy that they tried to train and <laughs> but they tried to like train him too early or something like that's what <laughs> that's what he is so he's he's our second hufflepuff we still don't have a ravenclaw <laughs> i don't know if we will i don't know uh, we might actually, yeah. I think I do have one. We might. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so we're now onto Craig, and I'm so excited. <laughs> I definitely think you should go first in this one because this is your. You love him. <laughs> He's your man. I love him so much. <laughs> but I don't know where he belongs. <laughs> I actually. He only because I'm stuck between Gryffindor and Hufflepuff for him too. I think he's Gryffindor. I really do. I, I think he's Gryffindor. I think he is. He's so passionate about everything. Yeah. And <laughs> she drove me here is one of my favorite lines in the entire show. She's. I, I definitely can. I am. I think he's Gryffindor. Like I, I don't have a lot of doubt about that personally. 
you know, I don't even know why I thought Hufflepuff. He's just a Gryffindor. I don't know why massive, I said that. He's a, he's a massive personality. I mean, he can be much, but you know what? I think everyone can be that way, but that's not a lovable trait at the same time. And he can also have people who can be honest and rational. Like yeah. Not too rash, but he's definitely honest. So I feel like that's really right yeah he's a Gryffindor I don't know what I was thinking I was thinking I wanted him in my house is what I was thinking but I'm <laughs> I just want to hang out with Craig but I can hang out with him like in the common not the common room the freaking great hall or something and he'd be the loudest one in there he used to be trying to like do charm stuff or something and he would just be like he would be wrong trying to like yeah. <laughs> that would be Craig or he would be like Seamus and he would just yeah <laughs> he's like a mix between Seamus and Ron honestly oh, yeah. but screaming <laughs> all the time <laughs> screaming and I think he would adore Hermione actually and I don't know why I get that yeah. vibe I just think he would love her yeah I think so but yeah, so he's a Gryffindor. He's actually, that's it for, for him. Like, he's just a Gryffindor. I don't know. I really don't know what I was thinking. I guess I just needed to say it out loud. <laughs> Forgive me, everyone listening. I'm, I'm biased. I mean, how biased? It's the loyal, it's my Hufflepuff. It's the loyalty for me. Do you oh. even know my house? I don't, but we're going to find out at the end. Oh, wait, yes, no, I do. I do. I do. But what we're, we can't <laughs> talk about it, but I do. Oh. Um, remember, I have you guys color-coded by house in the Discord, so, and that's very on-brand for me. <laughs> it's you. Like, it's just me. Um, but yeah, that's the Hufflepuff that was trying to sort Craig into the Hufflepuff was my loyalty to Craig. <laughs> Okay, but <laughs> now we're on to another one of my favorites. Absolutely, like the next two in Craig are like my favorite characters on <laughs> Parks and Rec. And they now we're on to Mona Lisa and John Ralphio. Like we're oh, being able to with them at the same time because they're in the same absolute legend. That's all. Like, 
freaking John Ralphio finds out that Mona Lisa might be pregnant, and he's like, I, "I'm gonna be an uncle," and he's like, "Wait, I, 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 I can't be an uncle right now. I gotta get out of this. Like, I have nothing to do with you." And that, yeah, that is. I feel, um, I feel like he would be like that one person who, when something, if you were at a family dinner and something tragic happened or something serious happened, we're just like, "Yeah, I'm gone." <laughs> emotionally immature Gryffindors but yeah they are Gryffindors there's no other option there's no other option I mean they are a little self-preserving which I think is a little more of a a Slytherin thing but like that's their only Slytherin trait yeah because even like when Jean-Ralphio and Tom like that had that whole company or whatever he didn't want to do anything he didn't do anything he was lazy yeah he he just sat and did absolutely well yeah so (laughs) that's like my big prime reason because I feel like if you were a sovereign you would have gone okay here I am let's just do things I feel like he, he would definitely if you were working from home like we are at the moment with everything going on he would be that person whilst on call playing like space invader or something (laughs) but i also think he would just go out without a mask john like they i think they both would he'd be like the space yeah just chaos i love them so much i just want to have a whole episode just on John Raphael and Mona Lisa. I imagine. I feel like that way with a lot of like characters I get attached to on these shows though. A lot yeah. of my favourite characters ended up being some of the side characters and I just go, I want a whole bit off dedicated to this one character. You know, exactly. Nothing. Imagine if there was like friends like sitcom with John Raphael <laughs> and Mona Lisa just in an apartment. Imagine oh. what would go down. <laughs> Becky, give me, like, I'm going to write Parks and Rec a letter. Well, not Parks and Rec, but, you know, just gonna tweet them. Write- I'm going to tweet them. Be like, hey, do you <laughs> make this spinoff? <laughs> That's my favorite thing about Parks and Rec, though, is there's so many, like, side characters that I'm in love. Like, I just love them so much. Yeah. Like, there's hardly ever an episode where I'm like, I don't want to watch this episode because, like, I'm bored. Like, this is boring. No. It's always chaos, and I love it. I mean, even with shows like The Office, which are, they are made by the same people. Yeah. Like, even The Office, I just go, there are episodes I will actively skip because I'm like, yeah, no. Yeah. We do not have the time to do all this or this person or this character. Parts of Rex because why this is why I prefer Parks and Rec because I I like all the characters practically and I'm like I don't yeah. actively hate the character. Right. Because that'd be that person I, who just hates, I don't like it. Yeah. Well also Parks and Rec is just like happier overall. It is. It's so it's not as the office is a little more realistic like when it comes to just life in general and like life from the office or whatever in yeah. Parks and Rec kind of went off and was just like it's gonna be good it's gonna be fine which I love like it's very comforting it's a comfort yeah. show for me yeah most definitely <laughs> um and I'm probably gonna watch it all over again after we're done I will I definitely need to that's proof of data on that I need to get back on it I've gone too long without watching it all the way through all over again <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so Mona Lisa and John Ralphio are Gryffindors. Yay! Woo! Good for them. <laughs> oh, can you imagine Mona Lisa and John Ralphio and then the twin, the Weasley twins in the same year? Yay! I, uh, first of all, I think the Weasley twins would. No, I don't 
think they would hate them. But no. like, <laughs> I don't know. It'd be crazy. <laughs> crazy. Anyway, okay. So now we're on to Jerry. Gary, Terry, Larry, whatever you want. Gary, Terry, Larry, <laughs> Gary. <laughs> Jerry's really easy for he, me. He's, I feel, I think he's easy. Yeah, he's a hot like, right? He's a he is. Okay. I, he reminds me of you. Like, that's the same vibe I get. <laughs> You're so lovely. And he's so lovely. He's this sort, constant source of good vibes, little jokes here and there. And he's He's got a kind heart. I, there's not a bad bone in that man's body. I know it. And his whole family loves him so much. He's so cool at home. And, like, it makes me so sad when, like, people make fun of him. <laughs> like, I, I mean, it's really, really funny when they're always just like, thanks a lot, Jerry, and he had, like, nothing to do with it. But I'm also like, leave <laughs> him alone. Whenever that happened, like, I would always want to go and give him a hug. Yeah. He just looks so sad all the time. Yeah. I'm just like, Jerry, you don't do this. But that's very Hufflepuff. I just be like, it is. Okay. Yeah, he's easy. He's so easy. And for some reason, our entire friend group just decided to blame everything on me all the time and like talked about how awful I was like to my face all the time. I'd just be like, Okay, <laughs> guess that's true. You guys started calling me like lion or crying or something, and I'd be like, "Cool, guess that's my name now." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we love Jerry in this household. He's incredible. He's yeah, an absolute icon and a pushover, yeah. which is a he, he is. It is. Yeah, but that's a Hufflepuff like thing that they have to work on. Is not. He'll get there. <laughs> He'll get there. He did. He became mayor. He came, He was voted the best mayor they'd ever had, and then he got to be mayor until he was a hundred. Imagine if he ran. Like this is such a random thing in my head. Imagine if he. I know this is a lot of responsibility to Jerry of all people, but imagine if he was president of the USA. Imagine how there would be nice no war. the world. Yeah, how nice the world would be. I want Jerry as president. Petition Jerry, for Jerry to be president. <laughs> Watch it get like a million signatures on change.org. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh, Jerry, he was easy. Can't even talk that much about him just because it's the same all the way through. Jerry, Terry, Larry, or Jerry, Larry, Terry. Um, it's Jerry, Larry, Terry, but his name's actually Gary. Gary. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, who was it that, like, I think it was Ben that quote unquote accidentally called him Gary? Yeah. And so everybody was like, ah, ha, ha, Gary. Like, then they started calling him Gary from then on. Yeah. And that was his real name. And it, oh, it warmed my little heart. I was like, oh. I adore Ben. He's like one of my favorite characters of all time, like in any show. Yeah. Love him. Um, But yeah, that oh, made me so happy for Gary. Our hero. Our hero. J- Jerry is my hero. He needs to be on a t shirt <laughs> now. Okay, can we like contact Redbubble or create a t shirt company for the Discord? Yeah. With like customizable <laughs> Yeah. Donna is next. Ah. Donna is an icon. I absolutely love her. <laughs> Donna's actually kind of difficult for me. Just a little, just a little, because I really think she's a Gryffindor. I think she's a Gryffindor. Like, okay. I was quite confident that she was a Gryffindor. I had it in my head a little bit. I was like, would she be anywhere else? I was like, no. I, she, 
has a very sort of, she reminds me a bit of a female serious black or like what Marlene would probably be like a little bit if we knew more about her and um, she's confident she is very accepted of herself she's not very strong as a person she's very much tension but she she it. she knows she's a boss ass queen and she wears that title like a crown treat yourself and i feel like that is the best way that i feel like that is a very gripping door face where they would just go you know what you deserve this give it to yourself yeah yourself. and yeah. that is a motto i live by like on a very regular basis daily basis for me i'm always like treat yourself and i'm like it's not even treating I, myself anymore I it's living life <laughs> it reminds me of the tiktok sound you know the one where it's like the the simpson sound where it's like chest Right, you don't have to rationalize everything. Yeah. <laughs> that and treat yourself of the same thing, just in a different state of space. One hundred percent, same dog same. Yeah, Donna She's a good She is. I don't know. I I think I was just a little bit thinking maybe Slytherin, but even then, like she just might have some tendencies. She definitely has tendencies, but I think her Gryffindor really outweighs any oh, yeah. out of her Right. And especially the whole, like, um, so here's the thing. I think Slytherins pick their significant others very carefully. Like, they don't, they're not very, like, yeah. date around kind of people. Yeah. Even like when their families don't pick their significant others for them, obviously. Yeah. Whole blood status thing. Like I think they're very particular about who they associate with in general. Yeah. So if they're going to like have any sort of romantic connection with somebody, it's gonna be like long term if they can help yeah. it. And Donna yeah. is very much not like that. She's <laughs> very much just like the- gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. I feel like Donna is definitely the it is what it is or the YOLO. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's the epitome of YOLO. YOLO, YOLO really is a Gryffindor, um, <laughs> Gryffindor saying. Yeah. Okay, so I don't see Gryffindor. I shouldn't second guess myself anymore. <laughs> The bad news is we're out of time, but the good news is Becky and I will be back next week with part two of Parks and Rec. See you then!